Hello and welcome to another Dead Pixel, a podcast about TV, games, entertainment, life, a little bit of everything in between. Uh, my name is Joe, and with me, uh, the man who wants to see if he can get up stage with any political figure, uh, Nick. How are you doing, Nick? Pretty good, pretty good. So far, I am. Uh, I have been able to get on stage uh, with uh, Joe Biden, uh, Donald Trump, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and also like a ton of governors that I'm not going to go into, uh, but those are my, probably my top three claim to fame. I've only, uh, I've been tackled, uh, all three of those times and lots of other times. And, um, I've only broken about 15 bones. Um, no, 16, 16 bones. Uh, my, they had to reconstruct my jaw after the, the Biden one. That was kind of weird. Um. But uh, weird man, except he's the actual one who tackled you that time, which is just yeah, really odd. Yeah, dude, he was just like, he might have just fell down at the right moment, but you know, just he was like, What are you doing here? I think he did fall on me, I think he did fall on me, but uh, he kind of tried to punch me. I don't know if he was trying to catch himself or punch me, but anyway, um, yeah, so uh, I have I am definitely on the FBI watch list about eight times. Um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, yeah, that's, uh, just a kind of a hobby of mine. I don't like to mention it, you know? Uh, okay. That explains why, you know, you shaved the, uh, the beard a little while ago. Yeah. You, know, you have to... to change the look every once in a while. But anyway, how are you doing, Joe? All right. Doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, uh, slowly piecing together a new PC. Uh, yeah, I've, I bought some major components, but then at the same time now I'm, uh, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to put everything else together. And that becomes a really pricey, uh, uh, you know, time I'm looking at here, you know, the actual chassis, the case, uh, water cooling, multiple radiators, uh, fans, PC fans are just outrageously expensive. You spend more on fans than you do on the actual case itself. Dang. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's nuts. Uh, I should say, I should correct myself. You pay more if you want the RGB. And if you're going to be water cooling, you might as well look at might as well look as pretty as possible. So I'll try and get this um, light bright set up. And yeah, so hopefully maybe in a couple of weeks, I'll actually have it finished. Maybe just post it in the background, just, you know, chilling nonchalantly as it like illuminates the uh, surrounding area. I'll be tight. I'll be tight. Can't wait to see it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Outside of that, uh, you've been doing good. Good. Yeah, I've been doing pretty good. Uh, been busy and haven't had a chance to play too much in the way of games or, uh, or watch too much, but, uh, there's been a lot that's going on. So I'm excited to talk about that. Um, and, uh, see, yeah, let's roll right into that, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'll start with that. Uh, yeah. So, um, there was a guy that leaked some Starfield footage on his YouTube account. Um, and he was arrested. Uh, and, uh, they're, they're finding him. Let me look if I can see real quick. Uh, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's facing a felony charge. So felony is not fun to have on your record, but the felony charge is going to be between $2,500 and $10,000 a misdemeanor charge for a thousand dollars. Uh, sorry, I'm reading this wrong. Facing a felony charge for 2,500 to $10,000 worth of stolen property and a misdemeanor charge for a thousand or less of stolen property. And a misdemeanor charge for possession of 
marijuana. So that was also involved there. I think this is in Tennessee. But uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, he uh, he even gave a review of the game. He said a couple of different things about it. I'm not going to say, but I thought it was kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, I, um, I'm kind of glad – I'm not, I'm not glad that someone stole this stuff or that they're having to be punished, but I think that it's, it's something that's good overall. Cause, cause a lot of these times leakers and stuff, you don't, I mean, I guess they're smart enough to not get caught or not get, you know, their name attached to it. But I think it's uh, good for people to pay the price a little bit um, because there's a lot of people's jobs so they- and a lot of stuff like that. I was gonna say, so how how did did they say how he got a hold of the information or like because it sounds like it wasn't just a hey I bought a copy early because Walmart happened to sell it by accident. No, they don't say exactly. I didn't scour the article. It's not a very long article, but but basically, um, they don't know. I feel like I could read it uh, here. This is from Video Games Chronicle. If you want to read it, but basically they don't uh, know how he got a copy of the game or, or whatever he got, but he was trying to sell. Actually, he got, okay. Uh, It's alleged that Harris was responsible for uploading listings for multiple copies of the game, including its $300 constellation edition. Uh, Trying to put that on, on Mercari. Um, it doesn't say, I don't think that he, how he got it yet, but he, maybe he's, that's, that's all part of the legal proceedings. But, uh, it sounds like he probably came by it like extra legally, uh, probably stole it. Maybe he probably, he, he probably maybe broke in somewhere and found it and stuff like that. Well, that's the thing is like, is it, you know, because, you know, is it someone who stole it from their workplace? You know, like a GameStop employee who's just like, yeah, yeah, I know I'm not supposed to open it, but I'm taking this home anyways. No, Uh, but in that case, you're a fool, but I don't get the feeling that it's like that. Um, just because of how, how many, um, how many copies he is alleged to have had, um, and that he has, uh, like a, like a nice addition, it seems to me like he probably got in somewhere with where he wasn't supposed to. Cause I could understand one copy. I could understand that being like, Oh, he just, he found a loose one somewhere as an employee or something. But, but with that kind of many, uh, things, it seems kind of like he maybe did a little bit of illegal activity to get a hold of it. Well, but you'll see that often on Facebook marketplace where people will show a picture and they'll be trying to sell, sell a whole row of a game. I remember when, um, Hogwarts came out like like something like three days beforehand they were trying to sell it for like a hundred dollars a copy and they showed their photo like you know of the entire case and I'm like all right so you obviously stole that case from somewhere uh that was selling the game you know someone opened the back door you, you slipped them some money or something uh but then you're obviously trying to steal sell stolen merch I mean so because you're selling it pre-street date and you know, so when it comes to something like that, like usually if it's a single copy game and you did find it in the wild, I don't think they can really do much to you. Uh, yeah, you're a jerk for um, spoiling everything, but at the same time, they, you know, if you've got it, if you actually have a can show a receipt for it or something like that, then you're usually safe. Um, so, but yeah, obviously trying to uh, sell a bunch of stuff that they shouldn't have had access to, uh, you know, that sends up a red flag to a certain extent. So, uh, 
these guys need to be smart about it, I suppose. But I guess uh, that that does. <laughs> I guess I will go in and say one part of his uh, his review. He he did like the game. He said that's a good game, y'all. Don't want to miss it. Um, so he, uh, he maybe uh, maybe uh, people can uh, can uh, bump up his YouTube channel. He can make some money and pay off those legal fees. <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry. All right, it got it got the y'all marker, so you know you're good. Um, yeah. And all right, well, uh, yeah, it's I don't know. People like to ruin it for everyone else. Um, I was just like I said, I, I had no, I, I hadn't heard about this at all, so I was just curious if it was just like at first I thought maybe like uh, employee leak or something like that, but no, if it's oh. just like something like this, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I'm kind of curious how I'm curious at the end of the day what they'll actually be charged with like yeah because there's, there's always the threats of you know like with the max of this but you know it, how well i don't know how much really the fine is going to be it was just the felony was based on because i'm sorry i misspoke early but the felony was based on how much he stole so there's different categories like from this amount to this amount we're going to hit you with this and for and that's that's what that is a 2500 to ten thousand dollar felony like or amount and that's like attached to a felony but how much he'll actually, if he'll serve time or if, or if he'll be charged a big old fine or what the fine would actually be, you know, it remains to be seen. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense because when I was, uh, working, when I was still at GameStop, they had, uh, whenever we got some, if we ever got something stolen, uh, like one of my, uh, one of my guys one night, uh, happened to grab a bunch of the games, but left as he was grabbing more games left them on the front counter and apparently you know the dude just snatched the games and ran out uh but you know like you know we couldn't really do too much i'm like you know like it was only i think it was like four or five new copies of stuff and i'm like you know so at most you're looking at under 300 dollars worth of merch and i was like yeah there's not really much they can do about it it's not a felony charge uh if they did find the person they really all they could do is get your stuff back and charge them a little bit it's, it's really a slap on the wrist because it's it's still under that uh, I, you know, like at the time, I think it was like twelve hundred or something. Like, was the yeah. the the minimum charge you needed for or allotment stolen before it became an actual like felony or You've crime? Still got to be so, pretty ballsy to to grab the stuff off the counter and make a break for it. That's that's almost the same as like ha having it in your hand and just walking out the store with it. Yeah, uh, it's. It was, it, don't, it didn't happen, like, stuff like that usually didn't happen, but, you know, it's one of those, like, things, like, you gotta keep the stuff on the back counter until you're ready, until you're ready to bag it, you know? Yeah. Um, Love and learn. But, I mean, it's just, yeah, exactly. Uh, but it was, it's still frustrating, because you're like, wait a minute, even if they caught the guy, nothing can be done, really? They're like, they're like, nah. The cops are like, no, no, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. I'm like, well, well, thanks for uh, upholding the justice system, guys, you know? There's, there's something broken with, yeah, you know, it's, it's something broken with the system. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so I guess, uh, in the big news, uh, we got Gamescom going on. So that's been, it's going on right now. Uh, it's not finished yet, but, uh, a lot of big announcements and trailers and stuff has already hit. Uh, so we just got a list of some stuff that we found interesting. Um, so uh, one of the things I put down here was, um, Black Myth, uh, Wukong. It's a uh, Journey to the West style. Uh, it looks like an uh, action adventure style game, and it looks really good. I mean, granted, all these things are starting to look really solid. Um, and I was always a big fan of like the original Journey to the West. 
Uh, I'm kind of curious to see how they'll do this. Um, the trailer is pretty striking, though, because uh, all you do is you end up seeing this um, uh, headless musician as he's playing uh, the traditional like stringed instrument. Uh, I'm like, wow, that is uh, that is most definitely a severed head. <laughs> see right, you know, all the neck muscles. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just. Uh, it's a very unique, uh, you know, it's a good way to start a trailer because you're like, is he? Ha- oh, yeah, he totally is. Um, <laughs> and oh, there was uh, Killing Floor 3. Uh, I've not been the biggest Killing Floor fan, but I have some friends who are really big into the series. So, and so, sorry, real quick. Yeah. So, what I, I want to go back to Black Myth Wukong. Oh, so, yeah. Black Myth, is that already its own franchise or is just. Just this, just the way that they wanted to make their game. Is this, is this like the first game in that? I, I've just always been confused about this, and I feel like this game's been uh, on the way out for a while. And I don't know. I just didn't know if I missed it or not coming out. I have not. Um, I have not seen anything about Black Myth, so I have no idea personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first time I've heard, or at least to my like, I think I'd have remembered. Um, you know, a Monkey King game. Yeah. You know? So, um, so yeah, this is, I, I'm pretty sure this was a premiere, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, this, you know, because I'm, I hadn't heard anything about Black, you know, granted, there's a lot of other Chinese developed games, you know, uh, like Black Desert and stuff like that. So, Black is not a com- uncommon title and neither is Myth. Uh, so, mm. maybe you're just mashing a few things up. Uh, yeah, you got a good point there. Yeah. But anyway, I just, I just wanted to ask. But okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to, to this game too. It looks pretty cool. I think it's it uh, the the boss fights do look pretty awesome in it. But anyway, I just wondering about that. So we can go on to yeah. Killing Floor. Well, we're, we're starting to get into we're starting to get into the current generation games too. So you're getting a lot of those. Uh, a lot of stuff is coming out in Unreal Engine five, which is uh, going to really start being uh, neat. And so, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why it lo- looks so good. So uh, hopefully should also perform just as good as it looks. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, but yeah, I was mentioning, uh, yeah, it was just uh, Killing Floor 3 was, um, I know it's on my friend's radars. You know, I have a couple of them that just play, you know, uh, pretty regularly. It's in their constant rotation of, hey, you know, we got some time to kill. Uh, let's just, you know, chat and play. Yeah. Uh, just generally, you know, multiplayer, P- you know, um, PVE style, you know, fight a couple hordes, fight a boss and rinse and repeat. And it because of that mentality, it wasn't really the, my cup of tea, but I can totally see the fun in it. But at the same time, it's oh, it's just a little repetitive. But man, this this new the trailer looked really good. So, uh, you know, if you uh, if you like a horror genre shooter, then give it a shot. Do you think this game will come to Game Pass? Or at you least, good question. Um, it seems I don't like, think so. uh, because it's it's more of like it's more of a team game, right? It's more of a it's more of a multiplayer than like any kind of campaign. So I just wonder if it might be like, oh, we need people to like we need people to play this so that people will you know pay money for whatever we have in there. I just it just the, seems like one um, of those games. I don't see this game pass. Well, uh, let me see. Is it? Because I am trying to remember. The, I know they the other ones have come out on multiple systems, so I'm not sure if this is if this is Microsoft. Um, uh, you know, if, if they get signed a license, but I remember the Killing Floor Two came out on like everything, right? Uh, so, or Killing Floor One did as well. So um, I don't know if it's if it's an Xbox exclusive, but I'm pretty sure it's coming out. I'm pretty I'm almost guaranteed it's coming out on PlayStation as well. So I'm gonna say it's probably not a Game Pass game. 
Okay. Um, yeah. You know, if they can sign something with Game Pass, that would. It's one of those things that it would help immensely with the bump of just hey, everyone, a lot more people have access to it. It's a low barrier to entry. Yeah, uh, that I, would do it well. But I, I think Killing Floor one and two. Yeah. I, I was gonna say I think that would be the good move is like have it come out for six months and then go to Game Pass, and that way like you can continue to make sales and continue to grow the thing because because uh it, it just i just don't know if you know the other partners sony or whatever are going to like that but it's that's what i would try to do if i was the, the game maker maybe yeah i mean uh but they seem to have a pretty good following for with uh killing floor 2 um my buddies have bought it on multiple things on consoles and on pc uh so it's one of those things that like people who love it really love it and so long as they do more of the same, I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, the everyone's going to be happy. Uh, once again, just not my cup of tea. All right. So the next one we have down here uh, is Little Nightmares 3. Um, you know, I I actually never played Little Nightmares 1 or 2. Um, in fact, I think Little Nightmares 1, I had originally gotten confused with Dreams. That, like, you know sandbox creator yeah. uh, a long time ago uh but this one caught my eye because uh it's this one's entirely done by uh super massive games and the guy those are the guys who did um until dawn and the quarry also the uh the dark chronicles series and so they have a really good idea of horror and you know that concept uh but also this is a co-op game now so you know uh, I think that would be a lot more fun. And I think I can rope in my spouse to maybe playing because she absolutely hates horror games. Uh, she looks away when I play Bioshock, you know? So yeah, it's just like, I mean, so long as it's scary. Just, just creepy enough, she's like, I really don't want to play this. So if I if it's co-op, though, maybe I can force her into it and it'd be uh, that much more entertaining for me. Yeah, there's some creepy spots in, in Bioshock, but it's not like traditional hardcore like scare the crap out of you horror uh but yeah this is a little cute a little cuter so it's it looks tense and it looks like scary but it's like just looks scary it's not actually trying to scare the crap out of you it, it, it feels like more like that limbo um yeah ask, you know aesthetic unsettling you know, so. more than more than uh <laughs> scary yeah uh yeah i i've always heard good things about little nightmares one and two they're super short games, but they're always on ultra sale. At least I've seen they're they're very very cheap to uh, to, uh, to to buy, um, and uh, super massive taking it on is is a good sign. I think the co op. I think I heard on one of the videos I watched that the co op is is online, so it makes it a lot easier. If I'm correct on that, it makes it a lot easier to get you know someone to play. Um, so yeah, it's a. Uh, one of these days, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if I'll just go back and just play all the little nightmares because they're not very long either. At least the first two. I don't know what this one's going to be, but um, but uh, it is definitely a game that I have passed over. I'll probably continue to pass over, but I've passed over many times being like, dang, kind of wish I could play that. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's uh, I'm a fan of multiplayer games, and I still I think there's still uh, a need for them. And so and they they can make even you know like I, said, I think this game's going to be just fine but even um but like even a mediocre game so long as it's multiplayer uh you know it it makes it that much uh easier to play oh yeah so all right well uh 
let's see the next one we have here um the first uh descendant and i had you just watch the trailer just before we started this so i was kind of curious about your opinions on this yeah so um it looks beautiful it looks awesome um like awesomely gorgeous the the fighting and stuff looks cool the guns look cool um it definitely looks like a next gen game uh it's uh i did read that it was a a, a pve style game with, with a campaign um uh and someone described it as a looter shooter i'm not a huge fan of looter shooters um they they, they kind of wear on me a little bit but if it has a campaign and a story that definitely will make it go uh a very long way um and then maybe the looter shooter aspect can give the game you know life online uh longer life online but it definitely looks beautiful um and i'm excited to see what else people have to say about it uh not sure if i'll pick it up but if but if i hear a lot of good things i might have to yeah um it's one of those things that i i also really do not like looter shooters but uh if it has a good story into it then i'm most definitely into i'm willing to put myself through it especially if there's a co-op you know it's uh, much like borderlands and stuff like that those those games uh, by themselves are so-so, but with a friend, it's you know way more uh, entertaining. But also, those games actually have a, a set story, and it's not uh, a mindless grind just for the sake of grinding. So, in this case, uh, I, it's supposed to be uh, four players, and so that sounds interesting to me. Also, it's supposed to have a uh, open beta uh, right. as of uh, September nineteenth through the twenty uh, fifth. So, I'm actually kind of curious about maybe trying to check that out. Yeah, I wonder will that be on PlayStation? Because uh, I don't think my computer can run that. But, but uh, <laughs> if it's on PlayStation, um, yes, I'd like to it's, download it's it. supposed to be on all the. It's supposed to be on all the platforms. Uh, or um, correction, um, all the good platforms. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, it, it's say, it's saying it's actually it's supposed to be um, current gen and last gen. So PS4, PS5, uh, Xbox uh, One, and Series, uh, and then uh, Windows as well. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um it definitely well, looks need to see. Yeah, it definitely looks good. I will if you remind me, I will uh I will jump on that beta and and see what it's like. I'm glad it's open and not closed, but uh I guess for a new new IP, they probably want to get as many people uh involved as possible. But yeah, it looks good. All right. And we have after that is um Tekken 8. So they showed a new trailer for Tekken, um, and they have a release date of the 26th of January, so next year, uh, after the holiday season. So, yeah, interesting spot. Yeah, it's a little, a little interesting, but they're. I mean, like, I guess uh, Street Fighter came out in June. Um, I I kind of thought that my they might be trying to avoid that completely, but I think a Christmas release would have been okay. It would have made more sense if it was like a June 24, so they're a full year away from Street Fighter. But they are also having to watch out for Mortal Kombat, which I think is on is very close to coming out. I can't remember when that was supposed to come out. But so, so they have some things to watch out for um, in, in that way. Uh, and But then again, maybe they don't care, and they're just trying to get the game fully polished, and that's just the earliest that they think that they can put it out. Um, Definitely don't want to put it out any earlier, even if you just want to try to catch uh, the Christmas season. That's tempting, but really in the long run, it's not worth it. Um, 
Uh, honestly, you know, a lot, not a lot. Also, it gives a little cushion to be pushed back too. So if it doesn't happen to make that time, it's it's not like do or die. You know, they're not making any deadlines. So long it so long as they do it before. Oh, is it the end of March? Usually is because yeah. of the the fiscal year. Uh, That's but then, so Mortal Kombat is looking like uh, September fourteenth. Okay, uh, so pretty close. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing uh, is that they did show. You go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say they did. They did happen to show a new trailer uh, for Mortal Kombat as well, um, but that you know that's about it. it. It has more story and it looked pretty good. Um, yeah, I haven't played a Mortal Kombat since like ten. So. Yeah, not to jump off too much onto Mortal Kombat, but uh, that that buddy that I always uh, that I always talk uh, about um, who loves Mortal Kombat, it's like the only game that he plays. I think at least the only one seriously. Um, he was on the beta. And he showed me some footage of him, uh, like juggling this guy, and um, it was pretty cool. It, it looked uh, it looked really good. Um, it was a small screen uh, that, that I was looking at, but it definitely looked pretty awesome. Um, going back to Tekken Eight, yeah, like I don't know how much they are trying to avoid other uh, other games um, or if they care, um, but. Uh, yeah, I kind of lost what I was going to say about that. Um, anyway, I I, I kind of think that it'll be, um, you know, to me, it's it's the the second, you know, Street Fighter's kind of king, and then Tekken is is right behind them, um, depending on your on your perspective, near or far. But I think pretty much everyone can agree that they're that they're second. So they oh that was it. So if they release in January or February. There's not a lot of games that really release around that time, so they actually might get a big bump by being like, hey, we're like the only brand new awesome game in town, uh, and people are going to be like, dang, I, you know, I want a new game, and, uh, and they'll go get it, you know, so um, maybe that's a strategy. Yeah, uh, I, I, I liked uh, 7 quite a bit, but uh, it lost me after like the second or third DLC pack. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they just kind of the DLC ended up out out costing the game in the end, and then they kept on putting like the entire bundle on sale, but not the extra DLC. Like I, it was a, it was an annoying uh, releasing of that. So uh, I kind of felt like burned in the end because I don't think I ever did collect the entirety of the DLC. Uh, but also, it was uh, it was good first. It was like a good three months of playing, and then kind of just you know everyone else, including myself, just kind of fell off. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, but I, I do. Like I do generally like a good Tekken. I'm just never good at it. <laughs> yeah, I think they're. Uh, maybe it's just because I played them more, but I think their theory on on fighting games um, fits a little bit more than like Street Fighter does with me. Um, I'm not really sure why. I guess I, I. I guess I just probably played it more, but I am. I'm looking forward to playing it, but I still haven't played much Street Fighter, so I might just be playing that. Instead, saving money. Yeah, fair enough. All right, uh, and then uh, Diablo Four is coming out with uh, their uh, a new expansion uh, and or DLC, and it's a uh, Season of Blood. Uh, this is coming out on October seventeenth. Uh, has vampires now, so that's you know, and then they're introducing a new character. Uh, that's really the gist I got from it. Uh, I'm currently playing through, you know, Diablo 4. So I guess slight spoilers, the, the fighting doesn't end. Uh, it continues. 
So uh, now, now I now I have no desire to finish the game. No, I mean, no, it's I'm enjoying the game, and it's you know uh, I'm I'm glad they're bringing out extra stuff for it uh, relatively soon after. Uh, so I mean, it's not you're not having to wait too too long, but long enough there for all the hardcore fans to have already gone through. So yeah. Okay. Uh, you you were playing it for a while too. I mean, I'll, we'll talk more about it during the games part. So I'd like to hear a little bit about your uh, you know your setup and your time with it. Yeah, I'll, and I'll the last talk with you game about that. that I'm going to mention for this list is going to be uh, Alan Wake Two. Uh, I I love me some Alan Wake. So well, I w- I saw. Uh, the, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, okay, no, no, okay. it's just uh, October twenty seventh. Mark it. Mark it on yeah, your you calendar. You know what to get for me for Christmas. Uh, I think I already, uh, it doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe I will, but, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, if you're a good boy, uh, then maybe you'll get Alan Wake too. <laughs> what if I got it and sent it and it was like, just like a paper disc. Oh, <laughs> uh, I definitely will. Well, now it won't be a surprise. All right. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, uh, like a used. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have said. I'll bleep that out in post. Anyway, <laughs> you're too lazy, and you for, you forget about the timestamp. So. <laughs> the time? uh, there it is. Okay, uh. got the timestamp. Um, okay. Anyway, I saw a shitty headline that I didn't click on because it was shitty, but it basically said that Alan Wake Two was being pushed back slightly, and I thought it was being pushed out of October. Um, but this is, but I just Googled it just to make sure that you weren't working with the old information and, and it still says October 27th. So did you see anything like that or was it supposed to be earlier in the month? I honestly don't remember it being early in the month, but all I know is there was a bunch coming, a bunch of stuff coming out in October and that was going to be a crazy time for us because we've, we've done, we've talked about October through other, um, some, some of the other gaming events and you know, it's okay. You can be at the end of October, closer closer to Halloween. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It gives me that much more time to replay, uh, replay it beforehand, uh, because I, I think I need to do that. I haven't actually played the remastered uh, version, so okay. I will probably end up doing that myself. Looks like yeah, I just saw something on uh, on YouTube. Uh, basically, it's an old video was saying that it was going to launch on October seventeenth, so they pushed it back uh, ten days. Um, Probably for whatever reason, but yeah, being right there next Diablo. to Halloween. They had to cl- stay clear of Diablo's expansion. You know, they just said it's October 17th now. They're like, well. Oh. Diablo 4 is a big <laughs> a big, uh, a big game. So uh, I know that I've seen like Blizzard saying, oh, it's one of our biggest sailing games and successful and stuff like that. So honestly, it's, it's kind of weird, but it's probably, you probably hit the nail on the head. They're probably just like, yeah, we're just going to let those Diablo people have their have their fun and they can get our game the week after or something. But yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, uh, I'm excited. I, that is like the other game. That's actually probably the next game I'm going to have to play is Alan Wake. Cause I got to get through that. And then I got to get through Alan Wake too, so that I can make you happy for some reason. Uh, anyway. I mean, I could, I could just walk you through it, I suppose. Um, you know, <laughs> just, you just watch me play it. I could just watch it on YouTube too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's 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 more fun if I make you endure, like you uh, know, all of it. Is it though? Is <laughs> Not it just skip to the end. More fun for who? No, yeah, I do want to play it. I've always wanted to play it, and Dad Gummit, I'm going to play it. All right, and then uh, yeah, so that's about it for that. I found super interesting from Gamescom. There is a lot of other you know 
uh, updates and other interesting, you know, things and trailers. But uh, those are the you know, key highlights that I wanted to go through. And so, you know, now to what we've been playing. Uh, I've been able to get my hands on a few different things lately. Uh, so I just started the, or I just finished the uh, the demo for uh final fantasy 16 mm. uh so i went ahead and it was like you know the two hour demo or whatever uh i was actually surprised on uh i thought it was well done uh it had enough i'm not a i kind of fell out of love with uh the jrpg concept i'm granted this is an action game so it's not turn-based and people are arguing this isn't a jrpg i feel that with the storytelling that deter- that actually is what affects a lot of it in, in my in my brain. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of cutscenes, and I haven't played a game with this many cutscenes in a long, long time. But it's spursed out just enough to make it. You know, it's just like a little bit of movement, a little cutscene, a little bit of movement, a little more cutscene, and uh, just so you don't you know, get bored. It was. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you 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 put down the controller and have it turn off. Uh, though they, I wouldn't surprise me if later on they'll, they'll you know they'll have long, the longer cutscenes to do that. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, yeah, it looks really good, plays pretty solid, and uh, the the story events of the demo kind of play out as you expect it to. I've I've heard that there's like you know Game of Thrones uh, inspired themes stuff like so you're like okay, knowing that heads up, you're like yeah, that person's gonna die uh you're like totally totally that person's a goner um but it's you know it was still enjoyable enough for me but also i never finished game of thrones because i didn't care uh so i, I was never burnt out on it like other people have been. that was the right move uh, that was the right move <laughs> uh so that that's the thing is like because of that i know i've heard other people kind of uh lament about like yeah it just, just seemed like you know uh, about a little too much about how it's uh, takes its uh, storylines, but no, uh, the demo is solid. It transfers over to the actual game, so I'm actually going to be picking up the game and trying to play a little bit of that in the near future. Uh, but out of what I did play, uh, I enjoyed it, and which is more than I expected to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's good. So. That's good. I, I definitely want to play it, but uh, yeah, I've I've only heard good things, honestly. All right, uh, and then I've been playing uh, a, a bit of Gran Turismo 7. Uh, we talked about a little bit about this last time, but I invested in a wheel and <laughs> seat, did. the whole, yeah, yeah, like an idiot. Um, but I got a really killer deal for it. So I, it's, you know, uh, I had my father-in-law come, he came from out of town to, um, you know, watch the, you know, grandkids. And I'm like, check this out. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Uh, How did he react? Be jealous. <laughs> uh so all right uh he has they have psvr one right. uh got it for beat saber and he play, plays a few other games he, he likes racing enough he owns uh, a wheel um you know maybe not as nice as the one i got um but he bought it brand new i got mine secondhand uh but it was one of those things that he adapted to it way better than i expected so uh gran turismo 7 when you're in vr uh, you this is the first time I really felt like that not really motion sickness, but you do feel uh, loose. It's like that floaty feeling. Uh, so I'm like, well, if if I was prone to motion sickness, I can easily see myself, you know, someone getting motion sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like it, you had to get your sea legs. It, it took a couple races to feel 
kind of comfortable or like starting to get comfortable, but you still felt uneasy. And yeah, the first, you know, uh, so yeah. the first time he played a couple handful of races and he had a good time. He really seemed to enjoy it. Like genuine, like kind of wowing moments. Just, like, you know, you caress a hill and you kind of like feel the car lift up and you kind of have that weight. Yeah. Lift. You're like, wow, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive. Um, and then, you know, my, our times weren't so great on the first day, but then we played again a couple days later and, uh, yeah, uh, he did so much better. Uh, and you know, I did as well, but it's just like, it just takes a little bit getting used to, uh, but if you are, uh, prone to motion sickness, then most definitely mm, uh, come at it warily, you know? So, cautiously. Uh, yeah. but I like it. It's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a, it's the best, it's. I also haven't been into a, into a racing game in quite a long time. And so this is the first time in a while that I'm like, wow, this is, this is awesome. And now I have to buy extension cables because, uh, the way my, the way my gaming setup is the chair is too far back. So I happen to have an extra long HDMI cable. So I had to move the whole console like on a side table, uh, you know, like to the, you know, off to the moment because none of my other cables can reach, uh, while seated. So yeah, I'm like, nope, extension USB cable, extension USB-C cable for the headset, and one for the uh, regular USB-A uh, cable for the uh, steering wheel, and then I can move my uh, PlayStation back to the appropriate spot. So I had to go the extra mile. Yeah, Dan, that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I wish I had that set up. I hope that uh, whenever I visit uh, that I can uh, take a little, uh, take it out for a little spin. Dude, it's totally worth it. It's um, it's a great experience. Okay. I I understand immediately why it's on everyone's um, uh, you know, like top three uh PSVR game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and the last game I've been playing, which I mentioned before uh, earlier in the new segment, was um, Diablo Four. So, uh, my wife and I are trying to take some time to play this one. Uh, so that's, it's kind of hard to both have the schedule, like the availability. It's usually when all the kids are asleep and just before like, Hey, do we want to call it a late night and not get pro appropriate sleep for the next morning? Sounds good. All right. And yeah, we've, uh, uh, I forget. I'm playing a sorcerer and she's playing a rogue. I think, uh, yeah, it's a rogue, right? Not a thief. So, yes. uh, she, yeah, right. she's doing like a dagger daggers build and I'm doing, um, uh, I was doing a lightning build. So that's kind of our, our current setup. We've, we're just like in the tutorial, just past the tutorial area. Um, and it's, it's all right. Uh, already has way better story than the, uh, Diablo three did. Mm -hmm. I was very disappointed in Diablo three. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it plays just like you expect. I can see the blizzard saying this is a better game, uh, and it's doing better for them. Um, but yeah, I don't know what, uh, how, how far have you gotten and what are you, you know, what's your build, man? I did manage to beat, uh, the boss, the final boss. Um, but I didn't play really any after that cause uh, I was trying to get back to Zelda. Um, but, um, yeah, my, I was a necromancer, and I think I didn't really look up builds or anything. I just went with the most powerful item. Every time I saw green, I pretty much went with that. I did start getting into crafting uh, armor and stuff later on and to putting in gems and stuff like that. So I, I fiddle around with that stuff. But as far as like a particular certain kind of build, um, 
yeah, I just, I, I think I ended up going with, it was a long sword I had for a long time and a scythe for a while. Um, but I did put a lot of emphasis on my minions because I figured, well, Necromancer is probably the only one. Well, maybe Druid has some minions, but Necromancer is probably the one with like the hard, hard, hardest core minions. So they probably have given, made that the best path. So I was like, all right, I'll do that. And I had, um, they start you with a couple with like three, uh, I think. And then you get, and you can get more. I think you can get like, I think I had four shield and sword, three long range, and then one of the behemoth unit. And, uh, so I was able to get those and level them up and yeah, it was, um, it was good. It was good all the way through. Um, the story took, took me a little bit of a while to really get into, I thought it was okay starting out, but, but it took a little while for me to go, oh, okay, I see what they're trying to do here. Um, and it was good. It was good though. Uh, I recommend, you know, playing it, um, quite a bit. I had a friend that was, got really far into it, uh, very quickly. And he was like, don't skip stuff. He said to, um, play all of the side stuff as you come to it. And I was like, yeah, I didn't do that, but I did on his advice, play more of the side stuff. And a lot of it was, was, uh, it was good. It was worth going the short distance to go get it, uh, to go get an extra, to go beat a, a side boss or to get some extra armor and, and stuff like that. It, it actually made the rest of the game a bit smoother and it, and it, uh, it wasn't like boring or anything like that. So yeah, but I thought it was a good game uh, overall. It's, um, it is super fun. Yeah. I, I, also has a number of cutscenes, uh, you know, in dialogue, which I found uh, entertaining, or at least uh, better than nothing, uh, when compared to um, Redfall, which I still play with a buddy of mine. Uh, it is our weekly, it is our weekly game. We play for like an hour and a half. Uh, we're almost done with that game, and just... it's just like it's it's disappointing but it's fun in its own way but it's like there's so much like when it comes to cutscenes and stuff like that it's just like i am so much more appreciative of everything else uh it makes me come back to other games and like oh wow i can see character models as uh as they have dialogue and not just blink uh outlines yay it's just your weekly hate so, session <laughs> like i said it's it's actually as far as shooting mechanics go it's that's not bad um and it's just a, something that my, my buddy and i can just turn off turn off our brains and just be like hey catch up on how things are going and just it's a it's almost it's almost like an idle game in the background you know it's uh you know how you hear like oh yeah so a podcast is a good like podcast game like for gaming like that game it's like just the opposite this is a good game for everything else you know like if if you want it just in the background yeah um not much <laughs> not much real risk involved uh we expect ourselves like we've oh it's there was a lot of potential uh, so, you know, if they ever get the budget to make a second game, uh, or, you know, like then you can, you can see them doing some really neat stuff with it. Uh, it's just, unfortunately it was a mess. <laughs> yeah. So, but enough, enough about that mess, but no, I just found it funny that I saw, so you beat, uh, Diablo four. Uh, I always thought, I thought it was interesting how they make, uh, Lilith, uh, her, her physique. She looks like she's made out of ballistics gel that you would for like, um, 
you know, like the Mythbusters or something. Like, we're going to shoot into this gelatin that's supposed to simulate a human body. You know, it kind of looks something like that. Yeah, she does look like that. That, like, translucent, <laughs> veiny, bat-like Like, I can thing. see all the ribs through your, you know, through your chest. And it's like, yeah, if, if you're like Jello, I just feel like you're not a, a formidable enemy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you could just see her getting taken out by, like, you know, a falling branch or something. Yeah. Uh, no, like the the game so far, I've been playing. It's okay, and it's it's better than I expected. Uh, considering the fact that I walked away from Diablo three bitter, I guess is the best way to put it. Like I've tried it, tried playing it a handful of times. Kept on making it to the desert, uh, which is like the third part, like map, and never made it beyond that, just because it just was so such a chore. Um, but right now, I'm having a good time with it. So, uh, which you know, also pleasantly surprised. So, like three games that I haven't. I normally wouldn't touch, uh, and I've and been enjoying my time with all three. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to dedicate myself solely to one, but that's okay. That's uh, okay. Still having a good time. It's awesome, man. It's good. All right. Uh, yeah, and then I guess uh, what we've been watching. So uh, I'm just going to give a couple updates here to some of the anime stuff. Um, so, yeah, we have stepped away from talking from anime for a while, but... Uh, because we have uh, another podcast, um, uh, you know, ADAP, another damn anime podcast, but uh, that has that's going to be taking a hiatus uh, for a little bit. Uh, so until then, uh, we're well, going to fold in. I will. I will go ahead and say that we are. Uh, I'm going to post. Uh, we are going to post one more episode um, to wrap up the the near anime um, special discussion that we were doing. So can put a nice little bow on that, and then and then yeah, Joe's right. We're gonna. We're taking a, a little hiatus from that. So the the bad news is that, that that's going on hiatus for a while. The good news is that uh, anime is back uh, in earnest on another dead pixel. So, so yeah. So, uh, yeah. Go, so, Joe, go ahead and take it away. What have you been watching? All right. Uh, well, uh, last uh, from a previous season, we have uh, My Love Story with Yamada-kun, uh, level 999. So that is actually getting an English dub. And so episode one just dropped the other week. And that was actually a, a pleasant surprise because uh, I know a lot, a lot of people haven't really gotten around to it. I found that enjoyable. Um, so the I, I'm not sure how I feel about the English voices yet. Uh, I went through all in the entire series in Japanese. So it's always that jarring, a little bit of jarringness of trying to get used to a new voice. Um, I think they do just fine, but it's also one of the things that I'd like to listen to at least another episode before I make a full judgment, but I think they're all right. Um, and then the, you mentioned, you talked about starting to watch, um, ZOM 100, uh, Bucket List of the Dead. Well, they've, uh, they've now since, uh, dubbed two episodes of that. And, uh, I hadn't unfortunately got a chance to watch it yet, um, but I actually was about to watch. Uh, I, I didn't know if you had seen it, so I was waiting before watching it just to get your opinion on it. Uh, but they did do uh, ZOM 100, uh, Bucket List of the Dead, uh, the movie, live action. Uh, it's on Netflix. And I didn't know if you actually got around to seeing it. So No, I, I did see it come out, but um, but I wanted to watch the anime first. Um, but now that it's being dubbed, I haven't gotten very much further. And now that it's being dubbed, I might uh, I might just uh, watch the dub instead because that's it's a little bit easier to um, it, it, when you don't have to 
pay 150% attention to a show. It's kind of nice, um, especially when it's anime where it's really not that hard to follow. Um, it's just the subtitles that make it where you have to pay attention. So I might start doing that, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm of two minds. I just don't know how the movie is going to, how the movie, the live action movie is going to be. It just seems, I just don't know. I'm, I'm afraid I've watched other live action Japanese stuff and I've, there's a bunch of it that's great, but sometimes it's really not. And I'm just worried that this is so. Yeah. Yeah. So Netflix actually have it has the movie dubbed. And I'm like, all right, well, that's one less thing I have to pay attention to. Uh, and for me, I'm kind of on the idea of I might want to watch the movie before watching the anime because I'm watching the Cliff Notes version uh, of, in, in movie form. And then if I want, if I like it enough, uh, I can get the more flushed out version in uh, the anime, you know, the, the series, TV series form. So that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Uh, you know, because generally if you like the anime, but then the movie's a truncated version, like, well, they skip this, this, and this. It's just like when you get angry, you know, with uh, book adaptations to movies, right? So it's always more enjoyable, I think, overall to watch the movie before reading the book. Because you're like, oh, that movie was pretty good. And then you're like, you read the book, you're like, oh, that, this book is so much better because they added so much. There's so much more that, you know, unlike the opposite, when I read the book first and I'm like, all I can do is like, why did you change this? Wait, why are you missing this? You're skipping this entire thing. And I just get hung up on all the things that they're doing wrong. Mm. And it ruins the movie for me, uh, usually. So that's why I like to do it backwards. Uh, you know, granted, it means you have to wait longer, but yeah, it is what it is. So I'm actually really curious about it, but I didn't know if you saw it and what your thoughts were, uh, but I might try to give it a shot. So yeah, if you do, yeah, we'll see. If you uh, do, uh, please let me know. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to know about that. All right. Um, so they they just recently, Netflix also dropped the uh, the second half of uh, Bakihama season two. Uh, I made, I, I talked about how terrible this, uh, the, the first half of season one was uh, a couple weeks or a couple episodes back about how it was um, on the uh, another damn anime podcast. And essentially they made, they made what originally was a grounded fighting show more and more ridiculous as seasons and series went on. They're like, how let's amp this up to the uh, next level of stupidity and let's just keep on going. Uh, and then the last, the season started season two here started with them reviving a uh, fossilized um, caveman who was fight, who uh, was frozen with dinosaurs. So he was there when the meteor impact happened and he was fighting a T-Rex and they got frozen and they were able to revive him through BS. Um, and then all the people, because he's this apex of a, of a man, all the macho fighters want to fight him. And uh, essentially he's a hunter. So he, whatever he beats defeats, he eats. And so people, so the fighters like, it's okay. He can eat me uh, if I lose, but don't worry, I'm going to win. And then, like, one dude gets his leg ripped off. Another guy gets his arm ripped off. But they never let the, the caveman eat, you know, eat him alive. They were always, like, cutting, just like, oh, no, we're, we're going to interfere now. So, you know, this, this ha second half of the season is them, uh, is, like, one of the guys, he's a kung fu artist. He, lo he lost his leg, and now he has a peg leg. I mean, with all the world of prosthetics, he's choosing to go with a peg leg. <laughs> um, and, like... This is primarily all about him 
being a kung fu art master joining going into boxing rings and fighting boxers <laughs> yeah that's that's like most of the episode is all about him and then a little bit about the person is named after bakihama going out like and fighting his dad or having trying to have a relationship with his dad who is the ogre slash like the most you know uh, the human walking disaster um and they show uh they did show obama again in in the recent episodes uh yeah so they they legit uh, they don't call him obama but it's obama obama uh, <laughs> obama so it's uh it's it's pretty funny uh so yeah it's uh this is way more grounded than the previous season, like previous bit was but this is like all just seems to be a boxing story arc for for someone who's not the main character and i'm like it just makes no sense. It's so stupid. Uh, but it's way more grounded than anything else has been. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, and it's like a train wreck. I just, I'm just, I'm enjoying watching this terrible, terrible thing. Though, like I said, it's way better than them fighting a caveman. Uh, that and <laughs> the other thing I've been watching is, uh, well, I finally finished uh, uh, Farming Life in Another World. Um, episode 12 released the other week and in english so it's already been done uh you know it's already been finished in japanese a while now uh and it was good it was a nice wholesome story and then i happened to look at the comments and i'm like wait a minute someone had a spoiler-esque comment i'm like i read it i'm like huh apparently you know because it's always they always joke in the anime about being very much a harem situation but he doesn't allude to a lot of stuff and um you know in slight spoiler for the uh, the ending part of the series um he ends up uh having a child uh and it's like oh okay you know good on him he's actually a man character who has a kid okay um but apparently in the manga and more so in the light novel because i actually went back to double check this without the comments i read in the manga real quick and they hint at a little bit more of him being a pervert <laughs> or uh, not necessarily a pervert but he's he's very with his revitalized health because he was a he, he was a bedridden sick person and that's how he died uh he gets a healthy body and so he's apparently very much more uh sexually active in the um uh, in the manga okay. so so the very much his his the the first wife number wife number one gets wife number two to come in the wife number two is like you're crazy this is too much and so they did that's just them kind of bringing more people in to help take share the load is, is what it is um, oh he's like so horny that he need that like the wives need they understand they need help oh <laughs> uh, like, yeah so it's just like, the it's like that was unexpected um okay yeah so and then it's just so apparently he has you know in the in the light novel he has multiple kids um with multiple partners and it's just like okay um it's very, it's very subtly hinted in the manga, but it is more hinted, and it's almost nothing at all in the uh, in the anime. So the anime, like, oh yeah, it's like, I mean, the manga, I guess, is still wholesome, but it's not. But apparently, the it is more, uh, more evident in the uh, light novel. So I was like, okay, well, uh, it's like you know, I just like it was one of those things that like I just happened to see this guy's uh, this person's. Uh, comment post i went to the previous episode I'm like oh they've been commenting like this entire time and i just went back and like all right so there's apparently an ongoing theme here and i'm like so uh, yeah it was just it was a surprise to find out to say the least uh it was funny um uh, 
but yeah so uh what 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 you thought was uh all about family is really all about family i guess really? <laughs> it's all in the family <laughs> uh, uh but yeah that's oh uh, it's honestly it's a decent anime uh you mentioned you got me interested into it when you watched it in japanese uh when you started it you know uh last season i think it was so yeah you watched the first couple episodes commented on it and so i was like yeah all right well watched, then it got dubbed and i'm like all right for sure i watched farming life you watched at least one the first episode or two i believe you i just don't remember i remember the cooking guy with the wolf I remember that one. Well, I forgot what that one's called, though. Um, oh yeah, I, I know. I know what you're talking about, and I, I don't. Huh. I didn't actually watch that one. I read the manga really far because I remember in the beginning it wasn't as big in the food. There was food involved, but like then every chapter just became about him cooking a new monster. I did not yeah. watch Farming Life in Another World. I I planned to and meant to. Yeah. This is super harem. Well, you commented on episode one because that was the that was the season of you being. I'm going to watch every episode one of everything except for children's anime. I don't think <laughs> I got to this one. Wait, is this the one where the girl has a has like? No, that's a different one. No, no, no. That's the uh, hero's dead. Hundred percent. I know what I said. I know I meant to do that, but I did not get to this one. I did not get to this one. Ah, but I might. So we, we discover now that that ADAP is dead. That you're a big fat liar. <laughs> That's why I died. <laughs> it's not. Dead. That's why it's, it's on just, hiatus. It's you not... just couldn't live with the shame of not actually watching the anime you said you watched. I yeah. You watch someone I, else's I, review. I'm just too honorable. Yeah, I should do that. Just watch someone else's review. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, it's not dead. It's then just you work for IGN. It's not. <laughs> Or line stick tips. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's not dead. Uh, it's just in a coma right now. Yeah, um, this gives me um, vibes of a different one that I can't think of right now. But okay, okay, yeah, I will. Uh, I if it's if it's pretty decent, then I might. Uh, I might. <laughs> it's a really chill anime. It's it's like Ultra it seriously chill. is. It's like it is is just very much a dude lives his life everything seems to be like pretty happy it's it's you know slightly funny and it's just like it is like it is funny because like i said not knowing that not knowing uh anything else it's like when i discovered it, i'm like oh wow that kind of puts a little different twist on things but at the same time like because by the time you make it to episode 10 that's when you find out his his, his wife's pregnant and you're like oh good for you man <laughs> Good he's for you, dude. Because like, every until to that point, he seems like he's like a monk, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, but it's like it was a it was a fun series, and it was um it was one of the few good things to make it out of last season uh, for me because this this current or this current season ish because yeah. it's been very disappointing. Well, so. yeah. It's there's always there's hopefully usually one good takeaway, but um. Yeah, so if you're finished with that, then uh, I can talk about the one thing that yeah. I was kind of watching. So this is, there's a channel on YouTube called Action Button. Um, have I mentioned this before? Okay, so um, there's a guy, the guy that runs it was a, um, he worked for Kotaku. Um, and I've been seeing his reviews pop up on my YouTube feed and just ignored it for like over a year probably. But there was one that he did on, um, uh on uh, uh, Boku no Natsu Yasumi, uh, which is a play on words in Japanese. We're not going to get into that. But 
but but he did he did a, a it was a six hours of talking about that game and I was like how just how so I started to watch it and I gave it a good chance and um, this the guy's name is uh, Tim Tim Rogers I think um, and he's a good reviewer and he knows you know he knows what he's talking about and stuff like that but but actually what made me really pay attention to him and kind of keep watching and actually watch a lot of his other stuff. Um, I'm almost through with, uh, with it, with another one of his, um, but it's also very long. But anyway, the thing that made me go, okay, this guy is for real is he lived in Japan for 10 years and speaks fluent Japanese. Um, and as someone who has studied Japanese and lived in Japan, I don't speak fluently, but uh, as much as I have studied, I'm pretty sure he's, he's legit, you know, he's, he's, uh, so, so that was like a big plus. And also he has a lot of stories that he tells about living in Japan and having worked in the game and games industry there and here and kind of tying it all together. And, um, he did a doom review that was pretty long. He did a cyberpunk review that was really, really long and kind of weird. I wish he hadn't, he did it in chapters and you're supposed to pick chapters and, I didn't really, I didn't really care for that. I wish he'd just done it in one thing. Um, but the, the one I'm watching right now, which is five hours and change is, um, uh, Toki Meki Memorial, which is a, um, <laughs> have you heard about this? Oh, it's, it's a, it's a classic. Super it is classic. a very much a classic. He, so he is going through that and it kind of is a story about, you know, his, his journey through the game. Um, and he kind of breaks it down for you in a, in a interesting way that is also a review, you know, so he is also being slightly critical of it, but in a very nuanced way. And um, yeah, so like that game and Boku no Natsu Yasumi, um, it's really useful because I will probably never play those games. Even if I speak, because like, because uh, Tokimeki Memorial, um, was never translated and it would be really hard for it to be translated. There are fan translations. It, and stuff. It, yeah. I was gonna say it's been fan translated for sure, but, but yeah, but yeah, so that game, you know, and the type of game that it is, is really not my cup of tea having to replay, basically reread everything and just choose options and stuff. Uh, it, that's not quite for me maybe. So for, it's, for those who don't know, it's, it's a dating sim. Uh, so yeah. you know, but it plays out something like um, yeah, I should explain. Uh, like a multi, uh, yeah, multiple choice, choose your adventure style novel, you know, like game. So you get to pick different scenarios, different people, choose what you do, different days. So that's what he means by choosing, um, just going through and replaying. You see, you're replaying play number two, everything the same except for maybe now you're going now you're going to be choosing to go home after school instead of staying after for a club or this that the other thing yeah so, yeah you know like without this game there would be no persona you know there would be no uh doki doki literature club there would be um that there's a whole like generation of games that just either wouldn't exist or would um have been completely different you know um but it's it, it's really interesting to watch uh so i recommend any of the reviews that he has on his uh, channel action button on YouTube. Um, I, I don't, I haven't watched all of them, but they all seem to be of this, of similar quality. I watched the final fantasy seven one as well. And um, the final fantasy seven remake one as well. And that was, uh, that was also very interesting. Um, but yeah, so th that's what I've been watching. And um, 
There's some other stuff here and there, but I'll let that uh, simmer until next time. Well, you can play uh, Boku no Natsumi, the Doraemon version, and that's been translated to English. And so that you can get the quintessential version of that game. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the Boku no Natsuyasumi uh, review of it was 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 really good. Um, he just reviewed the first one. He mentioned the other. There's like there's like four total uh, going through the PS3. Um, it's the it's the yeah the la- the latter ones are done by the same team who did a uh, Harvest Moon originally. Um, yeah. Team uh, Natsume, and you know, like I said, the uh, Doraemon was one of the latest iterations, and it's uh, from all accounts a super solid game. Uh, even if you don't care about the Doraemon series, uh, but the gameplay is really solid. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's you know a farming sim essentially is what it is. You know, uh, to put it to put it very uh, bluntly, like it's it's there's a lot more to it than just that. Um, but yeah, it's that that game is uh, you put in a little bit of time. Next thing you know, all your time goes away. Uh, if you've ever played a Harvest Moon, um, Stardew Valley, something like that, it's a big time sink. Uh, so yeah, no, it's uh, my, right, it's cool. Thanks for um, you know mentioning about action button. Uh, so speaking about action buttons, are you going to get yourself that new 8-bit Doe uh, Nintendo uh, keyboard, mechanical keyboard, with that comes with the two A, B action buttons? Probably, yeah. What is it, 100 bucks? <laughs> it's 100 bucks. Uh, they're hot, so they're hot swappable, which is actually what got me really excited because I didn't realize that at first. Oh. And which means you can swap, swap out the keys if you want. Um, well, and it was funny cause I showed it, I showed it to the missus and she's, she saw the Famicom version and she's like, oh man, those come with, they come with the, uh, the hiragana keycaps. <laughs> she's like, I might have to get it now. Oh, but she, no. she saw it and she immediately liked it. She's like, oh, why? There's no reason not to get it. But then she saw the hiragana on the, on the, the, uh, Famicom version and I was leaning towards the Nintendo or I like them both. Um, when does it come so out? we might end up, I don't actually remember. I just know it's pre-order. You can still pre-order it still. Um, oh, maybe I don't yeah, want to have it, to pre-order it, it, it but um, you pre-order it, and then you turn around and flip it. <laughs> but I'm broke and poor. I, I I just want to be able to buy it whenever I finally have money again. Um, Daggummit! Stop going to the movies so often, son. It's just just this dumb stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I think I like the uh, Super Nintendo or. The, the, just the Nintendo, uh, yeah, because the, the N version or something like they call it because the, it's, they can't say NES. Um, oh, yeah. The gray version, whatever. That's mostly more gray or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. That, that black, black on the top have, having the little um, vertical lines just like the front of the, the Nintendo is, uh, is a good callback. Uh, I like that, but I, there's something about the, the rustic Famicom color that I really do dig as well. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Uh, if if she if she ends up getting the uh, the Famicom version, then I am free to get myself the uh, even though I already have a wireless keyboard, so it's po- completely pointless. But uh, yeah, I might I may I'm not sure I'm gonna you're get a, it. I really want to though. You're a bad friend. You're a bad friend. Oh, that, for... because I because I, I show you think cool things to buy. Yes. I, I show you I show you like the near uh, soundtrack on vinyl, and you're like I'm gonna buy it now. You know my uh, you know my taste too well. Uh, I, I found that near soundtrack. It was the Evangelion sign soundtrack that was oh. that was on vinyl. Yeah, but that was only like thirty bucks. It was fine. I, it wasn't really on sale though. I it was. <laughs> I this. I would think be, we we bought it for twenty four instead of thirty, so it was all right. The problem with this keyboard is that it 
does not have a number pad. Uh, and I could get one, but I kind of need the number. Pad. I, if I was going to buy this, I would go take it to. Okay. So I work at a, a place. I'll just say I work at a place where there are plenty of video game ass video game nerds. And if I bought this, I, and I would take it to work and I'd be like the, the, the coolest guy in the office. Um, that's what I was thinking, but I need an pad to do my freaking job sometimes. So I'm just trying to find ways to not buy it. But yeah, you've shown this to me before. I don't know. I'll have to think about it hard. All right. Well, just think about the action button and think about programming that one button to just alt F4, whatever you want. So you can just smash it and be like close, close said window, close said program. You know, there you go. Just smash it. September 20th. It's going to be on Amazon, so they'll probably keep making it. I don't know, dude. I don't know. All right. Well, if you made it this far, we thank, thank you very much. And yes, uh, until next time, this has been Another Dead Pixel, episode 51. Y'all take it easy. Bye.